motherfucking ghost hose. I love ghosts. My gosh. <laughs> I love ghosts too. Oh my god, what a coincidence. <laughs> Whoa, we stumbled into this room <laughs> full of microphones and ghosts. So many microphones. What a crazy weird happenstance. <laughs> right? Um, hey so y'all. This is the hey ghost hose. Yeah, welcome. I'm Connie. And I'm Q. And we are here to tell you some spooky shit. Oh my gosh. Boy, do I love spooky shit. It's like my favorite. I love spooky shit. I love spooky shit. <laughs> Boo, has anything spooky happened to you this week? Or anything? So, pretty sure this happened after the last time we recorded. So, stop me if you've heard this one. So, I was staying over at my sister's. That's not the whole story, so don't stop me yet. <laughs> I was awoken by a large banging sound, and it turned out to be... So, I thought it was my niece falling out of bed. Oh, no. (laughs) But it turned out to just be, like, her nightlight thingy. So, that was fine, but, like, it just startled me so much. And it was, like, 3 a.m. or something, and I was awake for, like, so fucking long. Because then, of course, all of the shadows are out. And the wind is blowing, Mm -hmm. and I kept seeing what looked like a head that kept, like a shadow of a head that kept popping up. And I'm like, it can't be an actual head because it keeps happening, like, consistently. Yeah. But it was still freaking me the fuck out. And so eventually the wind stopped blowing. I still don't know what it was, but it was very terrifying. Oh, I hate it. (laughs) Right? And it was just like one of those things where you're like watching it and you're like, okay, just close your eyes. It's fine. Just close your eyes. Just go to sleep. Everything's fine. But I couldn't do it. Oh, man. And then um, when I was driving to our friend's house for the, to, I don't know, Ashley's house for the Halloween party. Yes. I The GPS took me like down this like weird woodsy path to get there. Uh, yeah. It was super dark lots of turns and I kept seeing things like in the trees and oh, like, no. I don't know if it's just because you know it's dark and, and we're going to a Halloween party lights. so obviously it's time for spooky mood <laughs> right but it just it I kept feeling like something was like out there oh no so it was more like I didn't I was catching glimpses of like shadows but it's it's nighttime so there's gonna be shadows yeah so it's nothing like descript but it just, I got, like, a weird, eerie feeling from the, the area, so. Yeah. I don't know what road you were on specifically, but I was on a spooky road for, like, a half mile or maybe a mile mm-hmm. top, and I'm like, I don't like this. Thank God this is only not that long, but right? if you were on that one longer, woo! <laughs> yeah. It was, it was hella creepy. Is that your spooky, or did you have oh, more no. spooky? Oh, so, I think on Friday night, I, um, you know, just hanging out at home. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to go put on jammy pants or something. And I get into the hallway and I notice, what's this little random red spot on the ground? That looks like a little drop of blood. That's weird. Mm-hmm. And then I walk another few steps. And I, there's another little red spot on the ground. Oh, what? <laughs> and I follow. There's a blood trail. Little drops of blood. 
every few feet and i'm like where the fuck does this go and like it went it went towards the guest room like it started like halfway between the bathroom and the guest room and Mm -hmm. then it went out into the living room and towards the kitchen and then it stopped right there at the kitchen and i'm like what the fuck where is this ghost blood coming from but then i did some investigation discovery and schmuber had blood on his paws oh and it wasn't from schmuber oh no I think he has injured, mortally wounded a mouse. Oh, no. And I don't know where this goddamn mouse is, but it's probably, I hope it's dead outside. Right. But it might be dead inside somewhere. But yeah, he has been a little mean killing machine. Maybe that's what he's been seeing outside. That's definitely what he's been seeing outside. Yeah. I saw, I finally saw a little asshole mouse just like running around outside. And he's all like, I want to get you. I'm going to get you. I'm going to murder you with your, with my murder claws. And he did. Well, he murdered one. <laughs> but yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's, it's sad. But like, just stay away. Damn mices. What are you fucking you doing? This- you have They're, this nice warm house. Yes, That's what but they there's want. murder inside. I know. At least one of those motherfuckers came back in to try the warmth. R.I.P. Mouse. Did, it did not go well. So, ripping pieces. <laughs> well, that's depressing, horrible, but yeah, interesting. <laughs> Look, what like you see a blood trail in your house in the middle of the night, and you're like, yeah, no, that's what terrifying. The fuck? Um, I'm am I bleeding? I'm not bleeding, right? Hey, John, are you bleeding? No, you're not bleeding. Cool. Cats, are you bleeding? Rue, are you bleeding? Anyone? No, nope, no. Must be a murderer, intruding, or a mouse, an intruding animal. Yes. Stay outside. We put birds sit outside. Go eat that shit. Don't come inside. You're fine. You can live under the porch. I don't fucking care about that shit. Yeah, that'd probably be a good spot for him. Yeah, that's probably warmer than, warm. like, I don't know, most places. Mm-hmm. Just not inside the house. That's where you, not where you go. <laughs> so, on the topic, do you have any spooky news? Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this just didn't cue. <laughs> This comes from unexplainedmysteries.com. Man faces jail for using a live cat as a weapon. Oh my god. Yeah. A Russian man could go to prison for five years for using a pet cat to attack a police officer. Holy shit. Oh wait, a pet cat? Yes, a pet cat. Pet cats can still be rough. You just heard a story about how Schmooper's up here I murdering. Just, I don't know why. No, never mind. Yeah, so pet I, cats can yeah, be vicious. Did you say pet cat? But in my mind, I translated that to toy cat. So I heard like cats are real. I know. <laughs> oh my god! Cute. I also just don't like hear pet cat. Like I just hear a cat. You know, like mm-hmm. so I was like mm-hmm. pet cat, like a toy cat. And like anyway, <laughs> yes, I'm done. A pet like okay. a toy. My brain did something to that sentence and made it my own. Anyway. So right. real cats got it. Yes, for so real, <laughs> a real living somebody's precious schmoopy whoopy kitty cat. Uh, so officers were called to investigate a disturbance at a house in Moscow. When they arrived at the scene, they asked the man responsible, whose name is Gennady Shakurbabov. Shit, Gennady. That's not. That's probably not true. Gennady. That's not. That looks Gennady. what it says. 
Gennady does not sound like a very Russian name, but that's what it looks like how it's said, but I don't know. Shirkanob. There we go. That sounds Russian. Mm-hmm. To stop. But that just pissed that guy off, and he reportedly picked up his cat and thrust it into the face of one of the police officers. The terrified cat became aggressive and used its claws <laughs> to cause significant injuries to the yes. officer's face. <laughs> Poor cat. I mean, I'm sure the officer was also injured very badly, but that cat yeah. was probably terrified. Yeah. So Cherbakov was promptly arrested and spent the night in jail. And the officer who was injured initially decided against pressing charges. However, last week, he's just like, no, I want charges. I don't know why. Who cares? It's Russia. They're <laughs> hot and cold. Cats, man. That's hilarious. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So I'll just do this one story, this cat story this week I like for funsies. That. You got a word to teach me? Because I'm so dumb. I could use some more knowledge in my brain space. I do. Q's oh, thank word God. of the week. It's time. Uh, Q's word of the week. Q's word of the week. Uh-oh. <laughs> okay. So I went with a phobia this week. Uh, you love phobias. I do. I think that's there's going to be a whole lot of phobias. You have a phobiaphilia. <gasps> oh. <laughs> okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. My body is ready. So. Give it. This week's word mm-hmm. is terophobia. Terophobia. Terophobia? Terophobia? It's either it's either the fear of tarot cards or the fear of bulls. No. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> what so, nonsense is this in? Terophobia from the Greek word I can't teri. hear you. Oh no. Wait, did my cu- Can you hear me? I hear you. Do you do you not hear me? Can you hear me? Yes. I can't hear you. I don't know what happened. What happened? <gasps> oh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I I gesticulated so violently that I unplugged my headphones. Oh my, my god, headphones. that's hilarious. <laughs> I was just like, suddenly everything was quiet. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong? What just happened? <laughs> Something is amiss. It oh my was god. my fault. I'm the dumbass. Oh my god, that was the best. I gotta stop going crazy with my arms and... Oh, Beth, sorry. leave Go that on. in. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Beth, I'm a fool! <laughs> Um, anyway. Only if you add a sad trombone noise to it. (laughs) 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 Okay. Back to the word of the week. Yes. Terophobia. Terophobia. If you were explaining it. (laughs) Tero. So it's. It's fear of fear. (laughs) Fear of fear. (laughs) It's the. Okay. So it's from the Greek word. Turi. T-U-R-I. Uh huh. Meaning, bum, ba, da, da, cheese. <gasps> what? I figured with our theme, it would be <laughs> fitting <laughs> to go with terophobia. Oh my and god! And I guess people who suffer from this phobia avoid consuming cheesy stuff like cheese pizza and people also fear cheese often because of the gooey appearance and the taste oh man yeah that sounds rough mm-hmm. thoughts and prayers for everyone with terophobia i know i i couldn't imagine being scared of cheese 
Mm-hmm. It's everywhere, especially in Wisconsin. <laughs> Great topic way. for today. <laughs> Great way to segue that. I love what that. Us, yes. <laughs> Look, have you guys ever been to Wisconsin? Because you can... It, it, there is cheese. Everywhere. Fucking everywhere. Every, what do they call it? Cheese barns, cheese huts, cheese factories. There's there's cheese stores it's galores. Everywhere. Cheese at the gas station. Oh, so much cheese at the gas station. You could probably get cheese at a clothing store. I don't know. It's yeah. just everywhere. You could buy cheese at the liquor store. You can't often buy liquor at the liquor store if you're there past 8 p.m. Because why the fuck would you want to... Fuck you, Wisconsin. But anyway, thanks for the cheese. <laughs> <laughs> we've clearly visited. Yes, <laughs> we've been there. We love you. It's good. It's but good. also, what is your problem? I, I I really enjoy Milwaukee. Milwaukee's a good city. I like it. I like the woods. That too. That's a good, <laughs> good thing. The nature. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. They got some good nature. I think I went first last time. Okay. So if you want to start us off with your Wisconsin. My Wisconsin. Wisconsin. I can't. I don't I don't know what a Wisconsin accent is. I don't know what a Wisconsin is. accent is. Wisconsin. Like. Is it Wisconsin? That's oh, not true. I do know. Wait, our I friend Fry. Oh, yeah. She likes to say West Wisconsin. West Wisconsin. That's not. Wisconsin. That's, that's wrong. I know. <laughs> I feel. I don't remember if it's just West or if she says West. Wisconsin. I can't remember, Wisconsin. but it, both are wrong. So yes. <laughs> <laughs> both are wrong in that special fry way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, so tell us your Wisconsin story. Oh, I, will t- I won't tell you that, but I'll tell you my Wisconsin story. Ah, okay. Good gracious. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to tell you family poltergeist or the Saint... Wait. Yeah, the St. Croix County Poltergeist story. Ooh, I'm excited. Which I might have typoed occasionally instead of saying St. Croix, it went La Croix County. That's uh, that's the best thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, but you gotta water. say, because I, I, I was always... Wait, is yeah. it La Croix? So that's the thing. Fuck. I've always pronounced Saint it Croix. La Croix, but it's, it's that people say it's La Croix or St. Okay. Croix. Well, who wants to bet that the people in Wisconsin pronounce it St. Croix or St. Croix? What is more or likely? Crocs. Because isn't it a K- mm. X? Yes, there's an X. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of place names that are French that are pronounced in a me- very American way. Oh, God. It's, um. never, it's never pronounced correctly. Well, like Quebec, it's supposed to be Quebec. Yeah. I don't know if it's French people in canada speak french i'm yes. talking about american mispronunciations okay look french is weird and we no one says it like that so anyway back in the day 1871 richard and elizabeth lynch along with five children three boys and two girls moved to la croix <laughs> <Lacroix> county <laughs> wisconsin <laughs> they came from indiana and elizabeth was actually the second mrs lynch the locals gossiped that the first Mrs. Lynch was obviously murdered and replaced by this newer, younger wife. Elizabeth was markedly younger than Richard, and way too young to be the mother of all these children, as the oldest, Alfred, at 22, was only 10 years younger than her. 
In fact, it was only the youngest child, uh, two-year-old Lucinda, who was nicknamed Rena, who was actually Elizabeth's. The rest were the brood of the original Mrs. Lynch. Their names were David, 17, Mary, 10, and Georgie, 7. Also Alfred, but I already talked about him. Things in Wisconsin were peaceful for about six months. Then the weirdness began. It started with little things going missing. Thimbles, cooking utensils, tools, but they would be back where they were lost or in a new but not entirely unplausible place. Then Mrs. Lynch's dresses started going missing. They would turn up shoved into odd places and sometimes shredded into oblivion. And now that is a problem. Of course, you got to look at the children and go, stop pulling tricks on your stepmom. Mm-hmm. But all these kids swore it weren't me, it weren't me. But every family has that one kid who's mostly responsible for shenanigans and broken things and all of the trouble. And that kid in this family was Georgie. Oh, I knew it. I was thinking in my head, Georgie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he sounds like trouble. Mm-hmm. What's the name? So Georgie received some good old-fashioned beatings for the missing Aww. things. But surprise, the beatings don't stop the things from vanishing. What? Child abuse doesn't work? <laughs> oh, 1870s, what are you talking about? One day, Richard brought home a bolt of cloth for Elizabeth. She put it away. When she was ready to start working on it, the cloth had vanished. Till someone found it in the barn rolled up with the fabric shears inside. And that's not all. She discovered that the fabric had been cut out into a pattern to make a dress. Mysterious. That was helpful. But mostly, the bullshit that was happening was not. Right. <laughs> Dishes, cups, and pans began to be tossed around and broken. This was too much. Still thinking that Georgie was the little shit behind this, Elizabeth tied him to a chair as punishment. Yet objects continued to fly about. Oh my god. <laughs> there, mother! You see, I didn't do that! <laughs> he exclaimed. <laughs> Things still happened, so. One day, Elizabeth had some neighbor ladies visiting. They were quilting and gossiping like you do back in the day when suddenly the fabric shears leapt into the air on their own accord and began snipping at the quilt Elizabeth was working on. She screamed, everybody screamed. Richard came running and witnessed the whole shebang. And the neighbor ladies promptly left. Like, what the fuck is wrong with this family in this house? Mm -hmm. That's what you get for murdering your first wife. She moved her stop clawing the chair. Another day, a bunch of neighbors were over to help Richard with baling hay or some farm thing outside. I don't know, whatever. In the afternoon, they heard screaming coming from the house. They all rushed in and found chairs slamming into the ceiling and crashing into the floor repeatedly. And all manner of kitchen shit flying through the air like a tornado was inside. It was absolutely fucking crazy. Later that day, an axe that had been in a log struck the side of the cabin's door and bounced several feet into the front room. Elizabeth took it to the milk house and wedged it inside a wooden crate and then piled wood planks and a bag of salt on top of it. But when she returned to the house, the axe reappeared, this time clattering onto the porch. Her husband grabbed it, took it a short distance into the yard, and put it inside a hollow log. There it remained, at least for the rest of that day. 
On another day, uh, Elizabeth was cooking a big pot of stew, and she told her stepdaughter Mary to watch the boiling pot as she took a pan to the milk house to get some flour to make bread. When she came back, she saw that the stew had disappeared from the stove. Mary was like, I don't know. It's not me. Uh, So they went searching for the missing kettle, and they found it in the mama and papa's bedroom under a blanket on their bed. (laughs) That's super (laughs) weird. (laughs) When Elizabeth threw aside the blanket, the pot was still bubbling and boiling like it was on the stove still. It was really weird how hot it remained. So that's weird. Yeah. Another day, little baby Rena, she had long for a two-year-old, whatever. She had curly blonde hair. And one day... All her hair was chopped off. (gasps) No. There were scissors nearby, but no one could find any hair. Her hair was gone. That's real creepy. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yes. So, obviously, they had a homestead. They had farm help and stuff like that. And one day, Mr. Snood, one of their farm workers, was struck on the back of the head with an axe. Not the sharp side. The flat side. Right. That's still yeah. awful. Mm-hmm. It's still awful, but at least he survived. Mm-hmm. And he didn't, like, quit or anything, which is fucking weird as shit, Yeah, dude. I would have probably left. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, look, it's maybe the children, but maybe not. Maybe it's a ghost. Who knows? Either I way, I've been injured. I, I've been assaulted on the job. Right. Where's my workman's comp? <laughs> this is some bullshit. I hate it. But yeah, like, so obviously things have happened in front of the neighbors. They've happened to the farm help. So people started to like come over and be like, hey, what's up? I heard you got some ghost shit. I want to see some ghost shit. A group arrive. Who are these people? Not important. Who cares? Whatever. (laughs) Uh, This one group arrived. They had nothing happen the first day. And they're like, haha, there's nothing here. This is just some chicanery. Obviously, this housewife is bored. She just is making up this shit for funsies. Um, they're smoking cigars in the yard, going, ha, 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 ha. this is all fake. Fake news. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and then they heard a commotion inside. And they're like, what's going on over here? What's all this in? They open the door, and uh, there's a little boy inside. He's like, the cups are falling to the ground, and they're not breaking. And the men are like, what the fuck are you talking about? So he sees, like, there's a bunch of teacups on the floor, and he's like, okay. He, they pick up the cups, and they're like, you're just a little lying boy who's a little liar. You get tied to chairs because you're a little liar. <laughs> <laughs> so the men put, pick up the fucking cups and like, what are you talking about? And as soon as they put them down on a table, the cups start spinning wildly and dancing away from the men. And they're like, I don't like this. So they leave. They fuck off. They're, they're afraid of spinning cups. So basically, things are ramping up. All sorts of looky-loos are coming into the house then notes start materializing in thin air. The spirits tell the people where to go to see some ghost action, and they prove their ghostly powers. Another day, someone decided to ask who was responsible for the chicanery. A note appeared claiming that it was the first Mrs. Lynch and six other spirits. When they were all together, they could manifest great power, but when they were alone, they couldn't do much. One day, the family sat down for dinner, and there was a high-pitched noise upstairs. Richard ran upstairs, went from room to room, saying, Who's there? But no one and nothing could be seen. He returned. As soon as he sat down, the weird high-pitched noise happened again. 
Then a note appeared and floated down to the table. It told them, Everybody leave the house at once. All the women line up on the west side of the house. All the men line up on the east side. Otherwise, the house will burn down. That's terrifying. They went outside and saw the roof was on fucking fire. Oh my god. But as soon as they obeyed the spirit's command and lined up accordingly, the fire put itself out. So there's really no good ending to the story. Eventually, the Lynch family got tired of the shit breaking and moved away, possibly back to Indiana. And they were probably never haunted again. Wow. I, yes. Well, I don't know. At least they weren't haunted in Wisconsin again. Right. Like, they, I don't even know where they went. Maybe they went back to, it says maybe they went back to Indiana, but it's not clear. They just left Wisconsin. So they fucked off. Indiana. But that's where they came from. I know, but still. Yeah. So the thing (laughs) is, like, that's the thing. Like, uh, people who don't believe, like, oh, that anything spooky was happening think that elizabeth was making all this up she was doing all of this because she was bored and angry about moving to wisconsin she wanted to go back to indiana you know the hub of right what i don't know (laughs) what so what's there's nothing there yes there's also nothing in wisconsin right there's also nothing in indiana so what is so big and important about living back in indiana i don't know but yeah it just seems weird like how would she get all this stuff happening even if she yeah like she would probably have to have some of the children helping her but she was also beating one of the children for doing this like she clearly didn't want it happening yeah like it just seems but yeah so they just absconded into the night or the day i don't know when the fuck they leave it just kind of peters out Okay. And they peter out. Well, we can Not imagine that out. they just stormed out one night. They stormed out one day. They had had enough of this. Whatever. That's the end. They moved to they Indiana. Moved, they moved back. They moved away. Possibly to Indiana, possibly to anywhere else that was not this particular patch of woods okay. in Wisconsin. But whatever. Who knows? It's a mystery. There's only so many mysteries I can solve. <laughs> None of them. I can I can solve the mystery of the the mysterious blood spatter. It, you did solve that. Mm-hmm. I mean, likely. That's logically what happened. Logically, Schmooper had blood on his paws. <laughs> I mean, Schmooper could have murdered a person, but that's you know. It's harder to deal with that body. Also, there wasn't enough blood for a person, but there was a lot of blood for a mouse. It's mice yeah. are so small so small i'm sorry that sucked all right well cool story boo mm-hmm sounds fake but okay <laughs> my cool story or your story <laughs> i just i'm no i'm fine everything's good okay no it was a good story it's interesting it's taught us that People from, it was the 1800s, right? Yeah, 1870s. People from the 1800s could do whatever they wanted with their children with no repercussions. Oh, yes, they could. (laughs) Oh, boy. If you tied up a child today, you would not have that kid anymore. Hopefully, you know. Yeah, that's true. You have to have that reported to someone and someone has to give a fuck and right there's steps but usually that's very frowned upon and once somebody finds out they are not pleased 
No. Not at mm-hmm. all. Mm-hmm. Alright, I'm gonna move my mic. Okay. So, I will be telling you about Elk Lake, Elk Lake Dam. I was gonna tell some dam jokes, but I couldn't think of any. <laughs> God damn, really? I, I literally just pulled this story like an hour ago, so... I was like, should I come up with damn jokes or should I keep looking for stuff? <sighs> so, it was one or the other. The number of damn jokes out there is I too know. damn high. Damn it. I saw a Beaver movie last night. It was the best damn movie I've ever seen. <laughs> I always think of the, um, did you ever see Vegas Vacation, the National Lampoon's movie? No. Oh my god. They go to to Oh my god, what's the Hoover Dam? Yeah. The the guy the so they're taking a tour and like the tour guy keeps saying like damn 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 because he's talking about the dam. And he's like, "Does anyone have any damn questions?" <laughs> <laughs> and the um the cousin or uncle Eddie or whatever, he's like, "Yeah, where can I get some damn bait?" cuz he like is going fishing at the dam. <laughs> It's good. I don't know. I love it. It's a funny scene. So that's, yes. I guess, my damn joke. So. <laughs> okay. No climbing the damn wall. Right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now let me get on with the damn story. Oh. What did the fish say when it ran into a wall? Damn. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I love it. Uh, okay, so yeah, on to some serious, serious business. Cause this is actually a really sad story, but oh no, I <laughs> no. know, of course. No, why? There's some murder it's... in mine. <gasps> no, not murder. But um, okay, I, will I tried it. to keep the murder piece brief, but it's kind of important in the story, so I had yeah. to keep it in. <laughs> okay. Okay, it's February. Or February fifteenth, nineteen seventy-four. Yes, a young woman named Mary Kay Schlace, I believe, was hitchhiking from Minneapolis to Chicago for what people believed was an art show she wanted to attend. And it's the fucking seventies, and everybody hitchhikes because they're like, "This is fine." A hitchhiking Mary going to Chicago? I know, right? Resurrection? So, I was gonna, I'm going to talk about Resurrection that. adjacent. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to talk about after after the story, but we'll okay, get into okay, that. Okay, okay, so, okay, okay. Okay, so she was a recent graduate of the University of Minnesota and graduated with uh, summa cum laude. Is that how you say it? I can never say it right. I don't know. I, I just say it real fast. I certainly didn't do that, so I don't know how it's pronounced. <laughs> Me neither. I um, graduated. Period. Yeah. <laughs> the end. High five. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> okay. And then she was about to apply for graduate school. Three hours after she had pick- been picked up, presumably somewhere in Minnesota, her, f- her body was found in a ditch on a 408th Avenue which is a half a mile from Elk Lake Dam. So there were some other sites that I had like looked the story up on, and they said her body was thrown in the river, but it makes more sense that it was in the ditch 
since there was a person who had seen a man either driving a gold or orange car who was pushing the body of Mary from the car to the road 13 miles east of Menomony in Elk Lake. Menomony? Oh, maybe Menomony, yeah. I'm assuming because the person saw him pushing the body, that's how they found her body so soon? I don't know. Probably. That makes sense. It seems real weird. But Mm -hmm. anyway, Mary had at least 12 stab wounds and several defensive injuries to her hands and arms. Her killer was never found, and the case is still open. What? Yeah. There are still... uh, there's still details of the case that haven't been released um, because it's open. Yeah. But they did exhume her body in 2009 to try and find some, like, DNA evidence, but it didn't really help out. So I found this really shitty sketch of the suspect, though, and I'm going to okay. share it with you because I thought it was really bad. Boop, 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 boop. Aww. Yeah. Oh my god. That what is isn't that like the shittiest drawing you've ever seen? Um <laughs> like where did they find the sketch artist? Uh, 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 just uh, what? It's like just like uh, what? Oh my god. Like at first I thought it was fake. And I was yeah, like, nope, this like, is the sketch. It looks like there's no wonder they can't find this asshole. I know, right? Okay. It's the most generic, like, it's like cartoony. 12-year-old. Like, that's yeah, what it it's looks a cartoon. Like. He's, it's, he's not, that's not a police sketch. What the fuck right. is this? It's real bad. That's, that's not a police sketch at all. Oh, my God. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, um, I don't job. know if, like, they asked the eyewitness or whatever to, like, try and draw him, but it's so bad. No, what? Is, <sighs> they not have? All right, cool. Yeah. Way so, fail. Right? So when they were searching Mary's room, they had actually found a picture of a man that somewhat resembled the sketch. I don't know oh, how. So, uh, uh, a man that looked like yeah, this cartoon generic man? man. <laughs> this gen- very generic uh, yeah. chin length hair, possibly, I don't know, kind of fades out, and a shitty, thin, wispy mustache. Right? <laughs> and uneven eyes. Did he have the uneven eyes? <laughs> Maybe is a that, unibrow? I can't quite tell. Yeah, and near unibrow? Not quite. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, they found the picture of a guy that kind of resembled this generic picture, but no one could ever figure out who the guy was. I mean, that that guy could be, like, a member of the Beatles. I know, right? <laughs> it kind of looks like Ringo Starr, actually. Or, no, more like George Harrison. Okay, yeah, yeah. It kind of, like you're right. Oh, my God, George Harrison killed this girl. Exactly. It could look like... <laughs> A number of men from the 70s, because it is so generic looking. It is super generic. When they found that photo, Mary's brother thinks that that the photo is just of someone who had posed for one of her art projects and isn't actually like a suspect. So since Mary's body was discovered, a lot of strange things happen near the Elk Lake Dam. There is a ghost of a young woman that people see along the river under the dam. A young woman that is seen on the side of the road near the bridge and um, who vanishes after you, when you see her. So it's just generic stories of a vanishing hitchhiker. Mm-hmm. And basically, is this Mary? Could it be her wandering and like 
trying to figure out who, like, find her killer. Or, and, like, she can't rest because no one's found her killer yet. I guess someone had said once when they were standing on the bridge near the dam, they had a vision of throwing a bag into the water. So, strange because, again, some stories say that she was found in the river, some say in the ditch. I don't know. Yeah, but you can also dump a body in a ditch and then throw her bag in the river. That's true. Doesn't have to be a bag full of a body. It could just That's be a good point. Like her own personal belongings were still in the car. Like, oh, right, I should get rid of this as well. That's a very good point. Mm-hmm. And then the, a lot of these stories are f- like full apparitions of a girl. A lot of people have also seen just sort of like a shadow figure near the river as well. So there was a woman that lived near the dam named Virginia Hendricks. She died in 1995, but in 1994, she believed that Mary would come visit her. So Virginia would see this girl every morning slash afternoon around the same times, and she'd be wearing the same clothes, which were a pink Angora sweater and white capri pants. She describes her as young, in her 20s, pretty, and had shoulder-length blonde hair. So, describes the picture that you also saw. Yes. So, Mary would walk through Virginia's garden and tap on her window to visit. And then Virginia would prepare her food. But it never says if Mary ate the food or not. And I need to know. (laughs) Like, because obviously, if she didn't touch it, then she's a ghost. But if she ate it, then it's probably a real person just living in the woods. Yeah, just like a, like, I'm a woods person for right? personal reasons. For personal reasons, I will live in I the woods just, for a year. And I'll just smooch off this old woman who thinks I'm a yeah. ghost. Yeah. <laughs> That's the life, man. Right? Even though the police confirmed that Mary was not found in a pink top and white pants, people still believe that this girl is a, at least a ghost because nobody but Virginia had ever seen her. Her daughter originally thought that she was experiencing dementia until she had heard the story at like a, um, I don't know, like a town hall or like in a group um, in the neighborhood. And then there were two fishermen fishing by the river and one of the friends looked behind them or one of them looked behind him and said, there's a glowing white woman behind us. And the other guy was just like, I know, but I'm not going to turn around. I don't know what that means. It's just those are the quotes. What so they like said. the one guy saw her already. It was just like mm, okay, yeah, I'm just, just gonna ignore that until not his friend gonna acknowledge like, it. Until his friend was like, "Hey, there's a there's a glowy woman yeah. over there," and mm-hmm. he's like, "Yeah, I'm not gonna look again. Just Fuck not. You, don't dude. look at it. Yeah, this obviously. Yeah, don't acknowledge the ghosts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ghost could ghostier. Would you look at them? So just don't yeah and then there was a comment of someone else on one of the articles by an anonymous poster and they said i saw her ghost one night in the summer of 2000 uh 2003 below the dam i was fishing she was looking right at me for a few seconds then she floated up the path to the parking area it was surreal so if you're ever in wisconsin and want to do some fishing and see (laughs) some ghosts Apparently, it's super empty because people know it's haunted, so they're, like, scared to go fishing there. So, oh. so if you don't mind ghosts and you want to go fishing, go yeah, to go to this dam. A haunted dam. It's this haunted ghost dam. dam. Ghost damn it. 
And then I just wanted to point out, since the murder is still open, the ca- or the case is still open, if you do have any information that could help track down the killer, please contact the Dunn County Sheriff's Office. That's my story. That's that's a good story. I didn't like the part where she was murdered. Right. I liked the part where she was a spooky ghost everywhere. Right. So... And she ate some food, possibly, allegedly. Right. <laughs> Potentially. She had food prepared for her. I don't yes. know that she ate An, it. A nice old lady made her food. Mm-hmm. Did she eat it? Mystery. Who knows? I like what's going on with your hair. You had like a cool emo oh, yeah. thing going like put, for a second. Just, it was like, looking good. I'm just, I'm just like. I like it. There you go. There, there you go. There you go. Full yep. emo. Looks good. Yep, I'll just wear my hair like this. You ponytail almost on look like top of my hair. You almost look like you need to speak to a manager. Oh my god, you're so right. <laughs> I emo manager. Right, it's such emo. a fine line. <laughs> yeah, you just you just are the bangs in front of the face. Emo. Yeah. S- swept to the side. Manager. I need to speak to your ghost manager right this instant. Oh, the Thank ghost you very manager. much. Okay, your ghost manager. Well, that's a cool story, boo. All right. Cool, cool. Let's... Do we have recommendations? I do. I have one. All right, cool. I do, too, as well. Do you want to go first? Mm. So, my recommendation is... It's a spy bar. (laughs) Ah! So, the safe house. In Milwaukee, Wisconsin, there is a bar. It's a... spy themed there's one in chicago too but i haven't been there and they go hard into the theme the entrance is a nondescript door in an alley that's labeled something like international exports llc you go in and there's just a person at a desk like can i help you and you tell them you're looking for the safe house and they ask for the password and if you don't know the password the website says we would never turn a- an agent away, though those without proper clearance will be required to show that they are on a mission for a good time. And then you go through a secret door, and bam. It's got all the bells and whistles you could want in a spy bar. Moving bookcases, two-way mirrors, spy cameras, secret passages. But the best part about this bar is there's a legend that back in the day, a pair of Russian spies were being followed by U.S. agents, but the Russians knew about the safe house and they knew the password, so they ducked inside. And the U.S. agents go in and they see no one but this one person at a desk and they were confused. And they asked if two people had just come in and the person at at the desk responds, lots of people come and go, are you looking for the safe house? Which spooked the fuck out of the U.S. agents. And they were like, abort, abort, this is a trap. Which gave the Russians enough time to make their escape through a different exit. Oh my god. So, look, if you're going to be a spy, spy at Spy Bar. Do, That's do, do, hilarious. Do a little dance. Yes. I, so I have been to the one in Chicago. It's pretty neat. Okay, cool. But I, I feel like the Milwaukee one, though, is cooler. I haven't been there, but I feel like it's older. So maybe it's, like, it's, I don't know. I'd like to go to the Milwaukee one. Neat. What's your recommendation? Mine? Okay. So, I thought this episode took place in Wisconsin, but it doesn't. It actually takes place in Pennsylvania. <laughs> but I don't care. Uh-oh. Because I'm still going to recommend it, because it's a super creepy episode. So, uh, my recommendation is X-Files, Season 4, Episode 2, and it's called Home. I may have recommended this before. <laughs> uh, this is the one that Ash had talked... I don't know if you were there for it. But she was like, 
describing an episode of the X-Files. And there's, like, a moment where this woman comes, like, an old woman rolls out from under a bed and yells, Mm -hmm. get out of, I can't do it. (laughs) Get out of my house. And, like, (laughs) something like that. It was just hilarious. Uh But it's, like, a super creepy episode with, like, just a lot of weird shit happening. And it's just, like, weird family episode. Weird weird family dynamic. Yeah. So... Check it out. Super weird and creepy. Neat. I love it. Cool. <laughs> well, that just about wraps us up today. Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, everywhere. You can listen to this show on Spotify, I to Apple Casts, whatever the fuck. I, I, yeah. iTunes. Not iTunes anymore. Apple Podcasts. That's the one. Yes give us some reviews email us with your spooky stories yes. or your recommendations at the at gmail.com yeah i think and i think that covers it all yep nice little bow <laughs> well this is a great episode we love doing these for you and we'll talk to you next week yeah same ghost time same ghost channel <laughs> you yep, yep. Bye-bye, Weirdness began. Schmooper began meowing in their house. It was like... <laughs> why? I didn't realize he was so old. He is super old and mysterious. <laughs>